0: Good morning good afternoon good evening and good night to all my listeners out there I'm so sorry guys ladies and gentlemen that I didn't do one more episode after the Super Bowl I was I was just ecstatic man I was euphoric I was high I was happy so happy that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl and uh, I thought I should just bathe in their success and brag about their success even though I didn't do anything actually you know what I did something you know what I did something to contribute I did something and I feel like I am also responsible for their victory you know nobody can explain why men feel the way they do after their team wins they feel like they won but in this case right in this instance I feel like I have given up a lot so that the Chiefs would win yes guys I gave up red meat for the month of February so that the Chiefs would win and guess what the Chiefs won you know what I'm telling you superstitions are there for a reason Yeah, I also didn't wear my shoes while Mahomes held the ball so that he doesn't get one more high ankle sprain. I don't man, my feet were cold, man. Still, I gave up. I gave up like, you know, warm feet so that my Chiefs would win. You know, superstitions are like just crazy. Right. And and you follow a lot of these things, uh, especially for games, because that's I don't know. That's what I care about. Maybe I'm talking about my stuff. But superstitions, they're just like out out there, you know, I don't know how somebody came up with uh, some superstitions, like, you know, just for an example, oh, I don't know. Don't pass the salt. I don't know. I mean, what happened? Did you pass the salt and the the salt fell in someone's eye or it did fell in a wound since then? They're like, do not ever pass the salt. It's like bad luck. I don't know who came up with that. And there's one more like do not ever go out or if you if uh, a black cat comes in front of you, like you can't go anywhere because you saw a black cat. I mean, like, what did the black cat do? Like, did somebody cross like a panther and which was black? He got confused with that to a black cat and the panther attacked him. I don't know how these things originate. The one that I always find really fucking funny is, oh, you shouldn't do anything if you run into a widow. I mean, what the fuck, man? The widow is sad. She or he, you know they are sad already that they lost their partner. And then if you come across them, you should stop doing what you're supposed to do. What the fuck is this? What did poor widow do? They're already sad as it is. I mean, what? Well, this is a truly a dickhead move, right? The guy or girl who came up with this, like, I'm not going to do anything today because I came across a widow like, what the fuck? Yeah, I think they just didn't want to work. And then they just blame it on the widow. You know, hey, why didn't you do your chores today? I saw, I saw a widow. Then I am like, okay, fair enough. He came across a widow. I mean, poor widow, what the fuck? I mean, there's one more superstition, right? I mean, I'm bringing up superstitions that I grew up with, okay? This is what they told in my home when I was a kid. You know, Indians have a lot of superstitions. Anyways, one of the one of my favorite ones is do not enter a house with your left foot, okay? Imagine guys, imagine. What if I am like an amputee, huh? What if I do not have a fucking right foot? You know, then what am I supposed to do? Just put my head in? Is it, is it even allowed? I'm not allowed to enter any home because I don't have a right foot and what's worse, the guy who doesn't have a right foot is also a widow because he lost his right foot and his wife in the same car accident. See his life is fucked up. He can't look at himself in the mirror because he's seeing a widow so he can't do anything and then he can't any and he can't enter anyone's house because he's missing his fucking right foot. I'm telling you man, these superstitions, they're not including people with disabilities. I'm just telling you, okay. Oh, my God, I don't know why I went on a rant about uh, superstitions, but this episode is not about superstitions, guys. I can promise you that. I don't know that much to even talk more about superstitions. But anyways, I did not wash my Mahomes jersey the entire playoffs so that the Chiefs would win. Now that it fucking stinks, I do not know if I should wash it or should I just let it be or should I throw it or should I just like, I don't know, mount it on a wall because it already stinks. I don't know. So conflicting things. I got to figure things out. I'm really worried to wear that jersey and go to the Chiefs training camp and ask for like an autograph and I think people would just run away. You know, I don't think so. any player would want to come near that jersey because it stinks so bad. The things we do, man, the things we do, huh? Anyways, no, I'm not talking about superstitions. I'm not talking about superstitions. I want to talk about wine this episode. Yes, you guys heard it right. I'm a wine connoisseur now. Yes, yes. So what happened is after the Super Bowl right it's my fiance's birthday the birthday never changes guys it's always in the month of February but this time we thought hey let's do something that we've never done let's go to Napa so we went to Napa yes I took her to Napa we went with a couple of our friends Uh, they came from Kansas City so we all met down in Napa so obviously when you're in Napa you gotta do Napa stuff so we went to a bunch of vineyards uh and then they poured us some wine they do some tasting so the way they explain the wines, right i mean it is an art guys it is truly a fucking art the way they explain it. what you're tasting right now is a slice of heaven okay you would you would uh, smell hints of applesauce vinegar cheese from a goat's ass baby's sweat and i don't know if it's goat's actual ass i'm like this this red wine this red wine comes from mordor and uh, saurman was personally involved in making this and uh, they used the ring the ring to rule them all was used to make this uh, wine uh, as you can see as you can uh, smell you can uh, smell some hints of orc and some elf blood you know there is uh, and you this this is from the harry potter world harry himself was involved in making this You know, they use Phoenix feather, baby sweat, and uh, they also use a pinch of uh, Dumbledore's beard to make this extraordinary wine. I mean, I'm just making this up, but seriously, man, the way they explain a fucking wine, you're like, what the fuck is going on in this thing? You know, and then you look at the cost of the wine, right? I'm not, I'm not an expensive person. Come on, you guys should know this by now. I do not spend more than 20 bucks on a bottle of wine, but then I'm, I don't get it if like 40 ingredients went into one bottle of wine. Why is it only costing $20? Either they're lying to me about all the ingredients or the ingredients are all pre-made and they come in like packages. So then I am really more concerned like who has these oak barrels, these goat cheeses, these lead paints? And the chemical that spilled in Pennsylvania, you know, you know, from the train wreck. Oh, that's a fucking mess, guys. That thing is a fucking mess. I don't know. Maybe, you know what? The chemical that spilled into the water, they probably use it in these fucking wines. I don't know, man. Some of these wines are like just excessive. The soil has to be different. The humidity has to be different. The way they grow is different. Napa has like four or five different kinds of soil varieties. Apparently, if the fuck you I anyways. It doesn't matter to me, man. Alcohol is alcohol. I love alcohol. We just kept pouring. I just kept drinking. But anyways, after all of that, I never considered myself a wine person, right? After like having, I don't know, 20 glasses of like these wine sips, I'm slowly figuring it out. I figured out that I like Cabernet Sauvignon. It took me a while to pronounce the name properly. I've asked my uncles, my aunts, not about the pronunciation. but also the other vineyards that I should try. We went to a really bougie place. We tried some goat cheese. Yes, the goat cheese was pretty good. Pretty good. Not gonna lie. But uh, I saw some goats on the the vineyard too. So maybe it came from those darn goats. They were they were they were fat ass goats. Anyways, I uh, no, I'm not gonna talk about wines either. I just wanted to share my experience. What I wanted to talk for the remaining time that we have for these short episodes that I do was. Airports. Chiefs winning the Super Bowl was the amazing part. Going to Napa and tasting all of these wine and learning all of the ingredients and the process of wine making, the whole thing was amazing. The food was great in Napa. People were awesome. Enjoyed the whole thing. But that's not what I wanna talk about. I wanna talk about a lady whose name I don't know and a kid who I don't know on my airplane. Yes, I don't know why I said airplane I should have just said flight okay on our flight back from Sacramento which is like 45 minutes from Napa back to Seattle we were on this wonderful Alaskan Airlines flight okay flight was great actually no you know what never mind it was not Alaskan. it was Delta it was one of those Delta Eagles you know where you you're allowed to put a check-in but as soon as like the first ten people get on they're like hey All the baggage space is done, now you have to check in and that's the fucked up part. You have all of these electronics in your like carry-on, so you have to take them all out and then again check them at the end of the, uh, what is that, Stowaway, stayway, I don't know the names guys, English is not my primary language, so don't fuck me. Anyways, so you gotta leave your bag there, the flight is fucking tiny, you get on the flight and then flight wasn't the problem, okay, flight was great. I slept for a bit. I was watching the show. Then, as soon as it landed, this lady just gets up. She's like five rows behind us, but it's commotion. You could hear it. People are murmuring. People are like, What's, what's going on? What's going on? Hey, hey, what's going on? She gets up. She grabs her bag. She grabs the kid with her. I and mean, the kid is not the fault, man. The kid's are like a teenager. But here's the reason why I remember the kid. The, you know how there's a flight etiquette, right? There's a flight etiquette that the people follow in the United States, not in India, okay? In India, as soon as the flight just hits the tarmac, everyone fucking gets up at the same time. It's like everyone's a cardiothoracic surgeon, everyone has a patient on the table. They all have to rush to the hospital to save this patient, okay? There are like 138 surgeons on board, including a three year old child. Everybody fucking gets up at the same time. Everybody wants to get off at the same time. Everybody wants to rush out of at the same time. This is something that I never truly fucking understand. Bro, you are seat 38C. It starts from 1A to 38C. Why the fuck are you getting up as soon as the flight lands? You are not going to get out immediately. You know this. But this is something that I've noticed in India and nowhere else. Okay. Like I said, I'm just kidding guys. Not everybody is a cardiothoracic surgeon, but the way they all fucking get up at the same time is it feels like, you know, they have a patient on like the OR bed and they all need to fucking get out and save his life or her life the fuck. I just never understood. Everybody wants to get out at the same fucking time. It's like a, it's like a mob, but I'm used to that in India. But over here, this lady gets up. Okay. She's just rushing with this child. And the child, I mean, it's like the kid was he. I think it's a he, he had this long hair, so I, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? It is it is it the right way to say, anyways? I don't wanna go into the wrong pronunciation over here. The kid, the kid, you know, is following the mom, I'm assuming it's the mom, and then they both are like, just knife, just, just it's like knife through like soft butter. They're just like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. So, Jay, just like shove people past and the kids like making fun of people he's like mom look at this guy he's so fat you know i'm not even making this guy's up i'm not I, seriously i'm not making this up the guy just called out he just fat shamed on his way out while he was not following the flight etiquette i mean it's not him the it's not him i don't know if it's him but the kid the kid is not fly. you know following the flight etiquette The mom clearly, or the mom maybe, the mom is not following the flight etiquette. I I don't know why I am just hung up on. If what's the relationship between the lady and the kid? Maybe I should just stick to the lady and the kid. Anyways, the lady and the kid they get up, they follow no rules. They just are knifing through the crowd. They just push everybody. So I was really like, oh my god, people don't do this over here. Maybe it's a truly an emergency. So anyways. and then I decide to follow her because we had nothing else to do we had one more bag that we had to go collect collected baggage claim so we're like okay yes I'm gonna see what the fucking hurry was that she had to push people off and this kid had to fetch him you know and they were in such a fucking hurry I really needed to know so then I was like seeing going where they were going so then we also go to the restroom they also go to the restroom they end up back at the fucking baggage claim. So I didn't understand why the fuck lady, why the fuck did you push everybody out? Is it like such an important phone call that you couldn't just like sit in your chair or like sit in your seat and like talk? Or what, what What? the fuck was going on? I don't know why I spent the last six minutes of my show just talking about her. I was so fucking pissed, guys. I was so fucking pissed. I think this is what happens, right? I've been in this country for almost 10 years. So it's beaten down into my fucking head, okay? To be like an American, like follow the American ways, do not shout at the waiter, do not like wave at the waiter, okay, tip 20%, don't get up when the flight fucking stops, you're not a cardiothoracic surgeon, you don't need to get off the flight, follow the rules, you stay in line, you are not special, okay, everybody follows the rules, so it's been beaten in my head, now somebody breaks those rules and all that immigrant genes and all of that you know suppressed Indian-ness in me is just was like boiling out and I'm like can I also pull this shit out again can I also just get up and just walk and do what I generally do back home is it is it allowed can I just behave like that again so that's why maybe that's what really triggered me I really wanted to know I just wanted to ask this lady I'm like lady what the fuck was so important that you pushed everybody fat shame this old? nice plump dude you know and then force your kid to like come out with you and then wait here with us again at the baggage claim just just didn't make any fucking sense anyways guys that'll be the episode you know me i do abrupt fucking endings thank you guys so much for listening spread the word follow download hit the like button give me a five stars love you guys and i promise you i'll do one more episode sooner than later